How's it all going, people? Welcome, Mandate Monday, episode 11. 11. 11. All the ones, 11. 11. Joining us today in the studio, we have a Jordan. Yeah, I'm here. How's it going? All good? Yeah, all good. All good. Glad to be back again. Good. Don't talk too much. You fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. You're just a fat guy, all right? Yeah. How's it going, Jordan? All good. That's it. Jacob, how's it going? Very good. You know, like saying episode 11, it reminds me of 11 of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Superpowers. Mm. Yeah. Huh. That'd be nice to have. Interesting. You need to say more, though, because you've been the opposite well, yes. Jordan. <laughs> all right, fuck me. But other than that, yeah, I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. That illness is finally. Seem to have gone. What, after you passed it to everyone you fucking well, know? If I've got a bill, then Everyone's obviously you got a bill as well. What type of person you are? Because you're just part of me, my projection. Selfish twat! <laughs> <laughs> you love me. Yeah, I guess a little. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I'm pretty gravy, my old friend. What about you? Yeah, I'm all good, man. I just want to uh, drop in a quick plug. Um, Aaron Warner, your little uh, cousin. Obviously, big up. He's got his uh, air conditioning services. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've got to say earlier, he sorted me out on the on the Merc with a quick regas, and it's firing fucking cold. Oh, blinded. I drove around... WAC, isn't it? Huh? WAC. WAC. Yeah. Or WAC. But they're not WAC. They're good, man. Probably yeah. WAC. If, if you need anything done in Kent, air conditioning wise, you know, whether it be car or sort of building, commercial, go I to I just him, thought of a great advertising idea for him. Do you know that little gift meme video? It's like... Your trainer's whack. Your style, whack. And he could just... Aircon. Yeah, every whack. time the geezer says whack, he could just come up with his logo. Yeah. Yeah, mind you, have you seen his logo? Aaron, you need to work on your logo, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Rook says all of it, man. I mean, we're giving you a shit sandwich because we're bigging you up because your services are fucking amazing. But your logo, bro, you need to fix it. Yeah. Well, I was doing shout-outs, so I might as well shout out my auntie as well because she listens and knows that we love honey. Yeah. And she bought me some, or gave me some homegrown honey. Mm. From one of her friends that grows bees. What's the company? I don't know. Oh, mate, how can you plug without a plug? Yeah, I know. So who's the shout out to? Well, Just we'll, come back, we'll come back to it because I want you to try it because it's fucking incredible as well. Yeah. It's well nice. Didn't she give this to you like four weeks ago as well? No, no, only last week. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Not that big. It might have been longer. Mum only told me about it last week. Mm. Honey's good, man. Fresh honey is, yeah, it's is like good. It's banging. I mean, no one loves it as much as you. but No, but, but Jordan did ask earlier when I made him a tea. He's like, I was like, Jordan Sugar. He's like, can I have a bit of honey? I was like, oh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that tea. Didn't no, get that service. Yeah. Even had to cook my own dinner. Oh, here we go. We <laughs> cooked it as a, as a partnership, as a group, as a collective, yeah. as a trio. Yeah, I can't remember what you've done. You just put it on the plate. Not even my one. You just put yours in Jordan's on the plate. Have you heard of a thing called a spit roast? <laughs> no, go on. Well, a spit roast is basically where the person in the middle is getting fucked by two other people. Yeah. You're the spit roast. You're the one in the middle. Yeah. So you, yeah, you basically have to do most of it. That means or... I should be enjoying it. And I ain't enjoying it. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Why do you want us to swap route rounds? Like, me and Jordan swap ends. I want the mouth. Now you're going to have to be in the middle. That's I just your role. I don't want to be in the middle. I'm sick of being the right. jam. Jordan could be in the middle then. No, I think it's time Jacob goes in the middle. Oh, mind you, Jordan can purse his <laughs> lips. So fucking well, as you just see that, <laughs> woo! Get on your knees and smile like a donut. Uh, woo! You just started grabbing the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so last week we had uh, a guest on, Alex James, Maribor, big up. Um, obviously that, that was a blinding episode, I've big listened up, to up. it back. It was about two hours long, went on a lot longer than we thought, and um, it was brilliant. I really enjoyed that guest yeah, interview. I'm very much looking forward to doing more. Um, see who we sort of get on next. Um, we're not going to make any, do you say seal? That's a, you sound like seal. We're not going to get seal on, man. Seal. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Put your applications in and uh, we'll see what's popping. What's popping? What's popping? Yeah. So talk to me. Oh yeah. How are you other than that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm only joking. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Have you watched anything decent lately? I've seen a few films. I know what you're going to bring up here. I know what you're going to bring up here. What? Because I told you both episodes ago to fucking watch it. Yeah. And then this week I asked you to do your research. And you've gone and both watched it. And I 
you know, it's been a few weeks since I've washed it, so it's, it, it washed it, watched it, so it's very rusty the, yeah, in my the head. Yeah, has also gone from you. Yeah, whereas you two are going to be coming with all the facts, and I'm just going to be like, oh, I'll, I'll just do a jewel. Well, we haven't, we haven't got to dwell on it that much. But yeah, but no, I, just, I think you two want to dwell on it. Um, I I'm mean, the, the, the dinner you cooked the other day around my house, um, it would seem that you was very much empowered from the program <laughs> yeah we was driven so I, I mean i know i told you to do your research but fuck me <laughs> like you yeah. went to night school damn yeah i know man if i can change me so come on well sea spiracy dun 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 fucking game changer weren't it jordan absolutely incredible oh it's, it's mental it, um at, i wasn't expecting it because you just think oh they go and see mm. go and get the fishes bring it back and then you buy fish i thought that was it but there's so much to it that i don't even know where to begin I don't even know where to begin. Well, Jordan? Jordan to begin, if you Yeah, Jordan, where would you start with this one? The thing is, ever since I've watched Seaspiracy, all I see now is news articles about how they're damaging the ocean. I don't know... That's how people are collecting your data, bro. Well, no. I, they must have been there <laughs> since. I think... Okay, so the most shocking thing, I think, was the reality of how they catch fish. Mm. Obviously, everyone kind of pictures... Like, they even use the imagery on the in the documentary of like someone going out in a boat and just collecting a few fish. Yeah. It's not, it's huge. They look like warships yeah, yeah. going out with massive nets, the size of, are they like football pitches or something? Yeah. Like the size of a couple of football pitches. Well, yeah. Fishing. It's not, it's not an art or they're not doing it for a sport. It's like a corporation. And all they up. do is come along and just scoop everything up, including the seabed. Yeah, anything in its way, just grabs fish, and shark, anything, whales, anything. What's more horrifying, I think, is they, gra- as you say, they they grab all these other animals, but they're only looking for one. Yeah. All the other animals which they grab, just killed and chucked back in the ocean. Yeah, I've got. I think that's the disgusting thing as well about the sharks. They only want the shark fins, and they make fin soup, which no one really likes. It's just a delicacy of status to yeah. be like, oh, I'm yeah. rich, important. Look at this fin soup. And then, yeah, they kill the shark and take the fin. It's yeah, like, it started off like that, and just, each bit it was going through it was mental. Because mm. then I was just thinking, like, imagine if, like, I know, like, was it like one of the people when they make wheat? Imagine when the vehicle came and picked, just collects the wheat, and that's it. But instead of it thinking of it like, imagine if it was a massive crane that just went straight into the ground and dragged everything in its fucking way mm. to grab, obviously, the wheat. That's basically what it's like in the sea. They're just grabbing anything in its way and not giving a fuck. Yeah, no, no care for anything. It's life. a very much a. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, no oh, and that fucking tick that the tuna... Dolphin safe. Yeah, the dolphin safe. Oh, it's fucked up. Getting bribed just to say, oh, okay, it's safe, so they can get it on their fucking logos and their tins. And then the companies who fish have a major stake in the 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 tick logo. The dolphin yeah. safe. It's a bribe. It's, all, it's, it's an inside game. And, and the charity. Oh, so how can you prove that this is dolphin safe? Well, obviously, we can't go out on the ships with these guys, you know. So we just take their word. No, no, no. He did did say that they went out on the ships, but he also said that those people were open to bribes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was it. Yep. Yeah. So So he sees the dolphin getting fucking murdered. It's the money for your troubles. Yeah, they're all safe there. it, It was just astounding to me that, yeah, just the corporations control the charities of the dolphin safe tuna yeah or the dolphin safe tick or whatever and they're major beneficiaries from that charity no wonder they're not talking about it yeah. did you see when he had the interviews with the company and they didn't want to speak to him and he went yeah. from like the the manager to the head and just got well that down. was an interview at a company who's campaigning to get rid of plastic in the straws sea. isn't it yeah they yeah, were but ignoring all the fishing nets and fishing. Yeah, they didn't want to talk about that. They, yeah. they just dump it all, didn't they? Yeah, they didn't want to talk about the fishing nets because, again, they he traced it back, and that company was also owned by the same company as the Dolphin Safe mm. tick. Yeah. So, who, who, one of you spouted off the fact about how many millions people spend on on fishing? So, oh, what, ta- what the taxpayers? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like thirty-five billion a year we spend. Like our tax is spent towards this fish stuff to keep fish at a certain sustainable price. Yeah. And um, but if uh, we spent thirty billion, all that tax, that money that we spent, if we spent it on world um, starvation, that's the price it would be. Thirty billion would cure world hunger, mm. and we spend that just on fucking fishing. Mm. But the thing that I think hit me quite hard was that 
even if you thought you was going down the safe route of having fish, where they've got this big, massive circle near Scotland mm. of like these fishes yeah. that are kind of bred for it, which I would have thought that's a better option. Yeah. Well, their fucking fish food is fish. So they're eating fish in these little fine tiny. So they're trying to say, oh, these fish are bred for this, but the fish that are caught outside and then being squished into all these fucking shitty fish food that these fish are eating in these terrible conditions, dying from like gonorrhea and chlamydia and all these bollocks that it says on the mm. programme. And actually, at the end of it, these fish are all jank that when they actually cut this meat to sell it, they're actually grey. So that if you think you're having a salmon, it's actually grey. They just colour it pink. Mm. And that's what I think. I think, oh, I've just I've been eating all this fucking mm. salmon and stuff, and it's been grey when I thought it actually looked like really yeah, fresh. Yeah, I think you are right. The most shocking thing is the the sustainable yeah. options aren't actually sustainable no, at all. No, it's a fucking marketing word. Like so, the same with the straws. I know you... Um, Obviously, you had that. Oh, yeah, should we go about the mill that we had? Uh, before you go on the mill, yeah. then earlier today, you asked to go Sainsbury's to try that new sushi joint they've got there. <laughs> well, this is my counter-argument to it all. This is my counter-argument to it all. You just wanted some grey salmon? No, 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 no. no. If it's with rice, it's nice. <laughs> no, soy sauce. Soy sauce, soy sauce. No, no. If you think about it, and you back it up a little bit, just me alone, not buying fish... They're still going to do this every single day. The fish is still going to be put on the markets. And still, if we don't buy it, if I don't buy it, someone else will. Or it'll just be chucked in the bin. So instead of just you buying it alone, you try and coerce me into buying it with you to double the problem. I just wanted to try the new sushi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They do have options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To be fair, um, in terms of contributing to this, what, what is going on, I very rarely eat fish anyway. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what I mean. You I know what I mean? I'm not, I'm what, and I do eat it, I'm not really going to be contributing to that much. A, a lot of people have fish once or twice a week. They say that's meant to be healthy mm. for you. I probably have it twice a month, maybe, yeah. if that. So I'm it's not... Cool to make people aware. Because I was thinking about going meatitarian, just eating meat and no fish. I've got some sausage for you. Hey... Also, another oh, thing I, I did bizarre. find annoying was the, what is it, the Amiga, Amiga Free Fatty Oh, acid, yeah, yeah. Like, they sell bottles of the oil from fish, mm. but it actually comes from algae. algae. So we could just cut out the fish middle ground and just get it from algae. Yeah, because fish don't actually contain Omega Free. They just get it from eating algae, and yeah. it's inside their bodies, so they so kill the fish So why don't we just it. get it from algae? Because it, I guess it sounds better that it comes from fish than algae. Yeah, because all the fish that they kill... And or has it got to be consumed by a fish before no, it turns No, you can buy it. You can buy it. You can, but they sell the algae version as well. Oh, okay. Do yeah. they? But I guess eating algae isn't as advertising or as... Uh, Appealing as fish. Yeah, so that's why everyone thinks old fish. Depends how they market it, I guess. Yeah. They market it, right? Could be. You know? I, mean, well, I guess be... so. They, they market everything, manage to market everything else well. No, all the vegan stuff and, you know, all, all the activist sort of things that go on. If they marketed this, you know, save the fish, stop getting Omega oils, because the fish is just a middleman. Mm. It's just a, a bus for that, isn't well, it? Like so when, it they went straight on, to sauce. when they did those interviews, most of the time when they did the interviews and they asked these questions, why don't you just change what your website states? Because what you do state actually makes no sense because it mainly says about sustainable fishing, which mm. obviously isn't actually a thing. It's just a marketing word just to make it sound like there's actually something going on. And they could just change the website and just literally say, cut down your fish consumption or something like that. But they just disagreed with it because they're going to make the profit from it. Because mm. what me and Jordan were coming to realisation, was it Red Cross what we looked at? We looked uh, at their salaries. Yeah, I think it was Red Cross. Yeah, because like, like, one of the CEOs gets like 200 grand a year. So you've got to think, if we're donating to Red Cross, how much have we got to donate, or how many people have got to donate, before they've even equated to his salary? Mm. Mm. So, so I'm guessing Red Cross isn't a non-profitable charity then? I don't think any charity is. You do get some non-profit nah, charities, don't you? Do you believe that? I think yeah, all yeah. charities are meant to be non-profit. Yeah. But obviously, they still have to pay the so CEO's much is fucking wage. Mm. <sighs> Let's have a... Yeah. But yeah, well, that's what I thought was pretty mental. You don't really think of things like that, because then you've got to go for the chain of commands, because it's going to take quite a few people to pay the CEO, and then you think the next person after that, and then you've got to pay for these shops, obviously renting the shops that they have. How many much money do we actually need to donate before any of it's actually being distributed for their initial purpose? Mm. That's what I find kind of confusing. It's a good point and probably worth looking into. Um, yeah, look, here we go, look. Look, all these CEOs and how much money they make a year. Uh, Jordan, scroll up, sorry. 
Scroll up, I just want to see the top of the chart. So CEO salary, AGK, 190 grand. Charity turnover, 86 million. Shit. Yeah. But you've got to think, so I've never heard of Anchor Trust. No. Um, but the CEO is on four, they make 420 grand yeah, but a year. they make 374 million. But, but still, the, the CEO is on £420,000, right? Mm. How many people does it take to donate to then... No, 420,000 people donate. 420,000 people donated a quid, and that's just paid just for his salary. Yeah. yeah. I think that's quite shocking. You know what? The British Heart Foundation isn't too bad. And the Red Cross is even better, to be fair, boys. 251 million, right, they make, or raised... And one seven threes to the CEO. I know that's a lot, and they've got other staff and employees to pay. But if you compare it to like that St Andrews Healthcare, two hundred and five million, yeah. and he takes half a mil. Yeah, that's insane. But all the adverts saying, "I oh, just donate tenner." Mm. How many people does it take to pay just that CEO? Yeah, I know that's that. That's obviously... John's Ambulance, not too bad. One hundred forty grand, and they made nine nine hundred ten. That's probably the best one there, actually. St John Ambulance CEO there, one hundred forty thousand, and. Um, yeah, they make almost a billion, wasn't yeah, it? It was 980 billion. million. That's incredible. I think that's the best statistic we I got. I think that's... Um, so the number... They've given a, a percentage um, that they get paid uh, compared to the actual like turnover of the charity. What, on the right? On the right-hand side. 1.82. Um, so Amnesty International... Almost one percent of the whole income has gone to the CEO. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That. That's mad. That is crazy. Scroll down to the one we was interested in, the Saint John Ambulance. It's right at the bottom. Yeah. yeah there it is. There it is. Zero point zero one five. That's the that's the best one on there. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm. Fair play. It's just food for thought, I suppose. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, obviously, to be successful, they've got to pay. The best well, people. this is why I think with digital technology, we're kind of in a good place where charity, the saying goes, you know, it starts at home. And right now, and for the past 10 years, it literally does because anytime anyone needs anything like that, they start a GoFundMe. They yeah, do that's something. True. That's true. And they make so much money off the back of that without a middleman that can go straight towards an operation or your house is burnt down or whatever the scenario is. We can now bypass a lot of these charities through the power of the word and spreading it and the yeah. internet. Yeah, and considering the amount of things that we're starting to discover about these char charities, for example, from like Seaspiracy, it's going to stop us wanting to donate to these. We will be going that route of more independent kind of various, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I I didn't realise it was that bad, you know. Um, especially when they say non-profit, and obviously they've still got people at the top taking it. It'd be interesting, Jordan, to just check if there is any legitimate sort of non-profit non ones that, that you can find with a quick search without too much of a deep dive for you there, man. But is that, is that even possible, though? Because someone's got... You know, like time is money. Well, if, if someone's got enough money, yeah, yeah. then of course it's possible. Well, okay. Do you think Bill Gates does something like that? Because I know he's quite heavily into charities, but is that more to line his own pocket? Because he might own these charities that he donates to. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, all charities are non-profit. But obviously, the wages don't count in the profits because it's just a wage to a person. They don't necessarily own the charity. They're just an employee getting paid. So, at the end of the day, all charities are meant to be non-profit. That's the idea. of. Yeah, them. but if your money is paying someone to work that job, to collect that money, to do what they're doing, that is profit, isn't it? No, not in a sense, because profit would be money going to maybe the owner or shareholders ceo potentially ceo i mean obviously that's kind of a gray area because the ceo is gray salmon obviously the ceos get paid a lot does anyone need half a million pounds to live no of course not so why are some of these ceos taking home half a million pound for being on top of a charity. Yeah, that's, that's a, if, if you think it's a you're charity, you're the top you of a an, charity. A limit. Take home forty grand, a nice wage. The rest of it, put to your fucking charity that you're passionate about. Surely. Yeah. Surely. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Call me a cynic. But then I guess, in a way, those CEOs won't want to be CEOs of those charities, and they go to do some other. But well, they of should be doing it for the passion, not the money. They're in the wrong fucking job. Oh yeah, of course. Mm. But in this world we're living in, I don't think that really equates to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things 
And um, I did. I told you boys it was good. You did, and good. some of the things you learned as well. Like I didn't know, like the way sometimes the fishes swim, it like they they mix the cold and the hot water together when they even just when they swim. Mm. Like the way they have, and even just carrying around the carbon in the water is such such a big huge impact on the, the climate and the planet. Don't, don't even well, think about it. And obviously said about survival. And they said like if we kill all these sharks off, then the fishes that the sharks eat. I'm not going to bring them to the surface. The birds aren't going to eat these these other fish, and then these fish are then going to overpopulate because they're not getting eaten. They're not going to have any food to then eat themselves, so they're going to go extinct. And it's just like a a cycle, a cycle like a chain down. Mm. Eventually, we'll just have no fishes left. Mm. No ocean. That is just the deep blue. That is crazy. It's kind of good though this episode that we've got Jordan here with us because you know I know he's only just watched Sea Spiracy, but he is a bit of a marine no. expert. Aquatic God. Yes. Aquaxpert, I don't know. Should we call him um no, what's the name? Aquaman. 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 Hit us. So yeah, what's going on with that man? You've got um Yeah, it's, it's this this backtrack, so let's start from the beginning, you with your aquatic journey. Your interesting little hobby, man. Was it Nemo that wanted you to do it in the first place? Uh probably to be fair. Mm. So I've I've kept marine fish ever since I was really young. You've kind of recreate recreate the whole Nemo scene. Yeah, got quite a few of them. I mean, I, I know you got the Dory, you got the Nemo, got the two Nemo's. You got yeah, Nemo's dad. I can't believe you actually bit a chunk out of Nemo to make him look like Nemo. <laughs> That's insane! Like yeah. that is fucking determination, bro. It back in there. <laughs> he just took him out and put it back in. <laughs> just to fact check that did not happen <laughs> that, where did it start you started in your in your the little tiny tank at first didn't you yeah I had a little one with only like one fish in and then just moved up and moved up now I've got I think it's about five foot you've seen it haven't you it's quite a it's, it's a it's a big old tank yeah, it's, a big, yeah, it's, it's a big operation 450 litres maybe oh Jesus 500 litres something around there so, what temperature does it need to be? Uh, I think it's about twenty six degrees. Oh right, it's fairly warm. The top of my head, mm. huh? It's fairly warm, then. I thought. Yeah, it is very hot. Well, if you think about it, they come from very hot countries. Mm. So, off the coast of like Australia and Indonesia, places like that is where mainly and Hawaii, where a lot of the fish for like the marine trade are found. Oh, uh, okay. Along the coral reefs, mm. so that's where all the colourful ones come from. So we've. You know, you watch Sea Spiracy and you didn't like what we see with them fishing and fishing to coal and then um, obviously sell for food. From that perspective, you think, you know, it's a, a lot of the way they're going about doing it is wrong, but you don't mind fishing to keep as pets or, you know, what's your sort of view on that? So because the thing with the, the fishing, like getting fish as an industry for the trade, mm. um, like... So collecting fish as a whole, they don't really bring over that many. If you think about it, um, there's no, there's only a certain amount of people that want these fish for a start. Mm. And then from the studies they've checked, they have like a one percent mortality rate, so or a less than one percent mortality rate. So nearly every fish survives the journey. Obviously, that wasn't true way ago, but mm. they've changed it up a lot. Cause they used to cyanide. Yeah poison them to get them all out of the rocks mm. and they just swept them up Shit. and then they they now test all the water that comes in for cyanide mm. to make sure that hasn't been done um so there's a lot of precautions and what they're doing now is they're looking into more captive bread so pretty much every clownfish you'll buy will be captive bread mm. um they're one of the easier ones I and because obviously they're the most popular yeah is that even possible though with like the things like coral and the other shit so coral is really easy to captive breed Oh, okay. Because it's very, um, it's very easy to to split. So coral is an animal, um, but it grows in. Obviously, you, you kind of see it in like branches. Yeah. But all you can do is if you just snap that branch in two, you've got two corals. Oh. Okay. And that will just grow, as long mm. as it's in the right conditions, of course. Yeah. It's just I, f I think is captive breeding, even right. We're going about the sea and protecting the sea and the wildlife in the sea. And then we look at, you know, like, I don't know if you watched Tiger King. And, and that well that committed suicide. And, yeah, in him keeping tigers in cages. I mean, keeping fish in tanks is essentially not that different. So, 
What's your sort of view on that? I mean, I know obviously you love him and look look after him to fuck, but would you? I don't know. I think because as... for every person that looks after him, like you do, there's probably three people out there that buy him, forget about him, and don't and kill him off. Well, I would say that doesn't really happen in the marine trade. No, because if you want to get into it, you're very into it because it's a huge cost to set up. It's uh, so yeah, heavy over overheads on it. Yeah. yeah, so if you're not really looking into it for the long term, you just wouldn't pay the price mm. to get in in the beginning. That's my thought on that. And then you say, would they prefer to be in the wild? I guess they might do. But if you give them everything that they would have in the wild, and then minus the predator, true, very true, yeah. Because in the the fish tank, they could last a lot longer than the wild. All I was going to say that your other counter argument to that as well is that if you're thinking in that sense about having pet fish, then you could say it to any other pet. Like oh, having a parrot and putting leaving in keeping in a cage or keep it overnight. I suppose the argument. Oh, is... the the argument would be the same for the parrot because again, it's in a cage. Same for a fish because it's in a tank. Same for a lion or a tiger because they're in a cage. Different for a dog because they're out in a big garden, big house. They go on your sofas. You take them out for walks. Same for cats, they can roam free. Yeah. I'm on about captive, right, you know, it's yeah, yeah. encapsulated in a cage or a, like some people have birds and let them fly around the house. Yeah. I mean, fair, I guess. It's still not out in the world, but, and I haven't got a problem with it. Um, I just wanted to know, as Jordan, you know, loves them and no, it's his course. hobby, what his faults are, you know? Well, I try and recreate <clears throat> the habitat for them as mm. best as possible. Like, I've got an anemone for the clownfish. <laughs> they don't even use they it, they? don't use. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've got plenty of hiding spots. I've got sand for the fish that live in the sand. you got a little shrimp as well, man. He's yeah, a cool. little cleaner shrimp. Yeah. Shark. Yeah. Shark. <laughs> and the clam, yeah. yeah. You want to get a starfish next, didn't you? I do want to look into getting a starfish. starfish. I mean, I thought you were saying you was going to get a mantis shrimp and put him in there and see who survived. Um, you're not doing that now? No, that's Jacob's tank, that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you're saying they get some sea turtles and all. Sea turtles? Not sea turtles, sea horses. Sea horses, yeah, horses cool, would be yeah. cool. They are really They're cool. captive bred as well. Could they go in your marine? No, You'd because... Have to do a... Well, the thing is, they wouldn't fight, but where seahorses are really slow, they wouldn't get enough food. So... As a absolute sort of aquatic newbie, can you just break down the main categories of, you know, fish, um, you've got marine, what is it, and then tropical, and what's, what's so the other ones? So there's three main categories, with mm. a fourth one which don't really get kept. Cold water, yep. which would be your goldfish, your koi, um, and then you've got tropical, which is just heated water, so similar temperature, so about 25, 26 and then that'd be like your neon tetras, um, and like your fighting fish. Uh, trying to think what else would be popular, like an angel fish. Mm. And then marine fish would be heated water and salt water. And then obviously it's very important you keep the salt at a certain level. Yeah. Um, and that would be like your clownfish or your Nemo and your Dory, your Regal Tang. <laughs> Layman's terms. So... The ones that you've got at the moment, how many is there that you can keep together without something happening? I mean, really, they're all peaceful. You kind of pick them around that. Yeah. Um, some of them get a bit pushy with each other every now and again. Like I put one in not that long ago and he got like forced into the sand for a while. And then one day the other fish just forgot about it. Oh. Pinned him down. And just yeah. left him alone. Fair enough. Yeah. How often do you buy new ones? Uh, whenever I, I think... I fancy a new one. Because, really. like, for example, you know, you said the amount of liters that's per tank. Is mm. there is like a guideline almost of how many you can have per? I wouldn't say it's necessarily a guideline per se. Um, you kind of just like liters per fish, sort of thing. Yeah. There is that sort of thing out there for more tropical fish, but marine fish, it really depends what you've got in there. Oh, okay. Because a lot of marine fish can be more violent. Mm. So, what was this rock? You bought one of these rocks that has a living. Creature in. So this and is it something comes out and it could just. Slaughter this is it. something that I used to buy because mm. I didn't really understand. The, live rock. Yeah, I didn't really understand the environmental impact when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. So now I understand it, and there's something called live rock, and what they do is they go to like Fiji and places like that, and they literally just harvest rock from the ocean mm. and bring it back and sell it for the trade. Because the idea is it's got bacteria on there, it's got like shrimp and all stuff like that living in it which is good for your tank yeah 
But it can also have the negative effect that it can also bring in stuff that's harmful if you tank. Predators or bacteria. <clears throat> yeah. So you can get like mantis shrimp, which you mentioned before, <laughs> that you don't realise and you just wake up one day and you hear a load of clicking and it's the mantis <laughs> shrimp coming out and killing everything. Okay, no. Jordan introduced these to me and Jacob maybe last week. Um, I don't know if you heard of them before then. Yeah, but... I've known about the mantis shrimp for quite a while because I've only gone for a while. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're fucking insane. They... Uh, they they punch or they have claws. It depends what type. But the the punching ones, it's um they punch like fifty miles an hour, and they're only like two to four inches big. Yeah, they're, they're not very big at all. And to punch like fifty miles an hour, it's it's insane. We watched in the wild a an octopus um try to hunt down this mantis shrimp, and yeah, the mantis shrimp yeah. um overpowered. The Just fuck fucking him. stood up and was like fucking what and slapped punch, it right in the eye. him straight in the eye. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Eight to ten inches. Eight to ten inches. Um, yeah. Yeah, I want to get one. I think uh, they're pretty cool. They do look cool. They do look. I like the way they sort of rear up as well and yeah. um, go on their go on their hind legs. Their hind legs. So how much? So would, what would you else would you need in the tank for that then? Just mainly just would it need like a little, little house divided and yeah, a little rock. And I think they live in the sand, so you'd need a lot. Would of sand. they? They're, they're essentially hunters, though, aren't they? Yeah. So would you not need to give them things to hunt? Well, I think what some people do is they put in like um, like frozen clams, obviously mm. unfreeze it, and it's still got the shell on it, so they can like bash the shell off. Because I guess something like that is similar to owning a snake, and a snake you're giving, you know, mice or mm. rats, something like that. I, I don't know, you just have that, it's never going to be a peaceful shrimp. It's a, it's a You'd literally fight, just have that on its own. A fighter shrimp, yeah. Yeah. What do you think it even eats? Eats anything it can. Does it? Anything that's small enough and that goes by it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See why Jacob wants on. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's eight to ten inches. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, God. I think that'd be pretty cool, though, because you could just, when you feed it, you could just watch it. The ma- the Mandate Monday Mantis Shrimp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heard yeah, it yeah. here first. Oh, damn. On it here. On it. Wasn't it funny as well, um, going, going off topic a bit, but... um. Two weeks ago, we'd done that episode and we spoke about the solar flare. Yeah. And then, like, two days later, it was in the news, in the independent and everything, about a solar flare. I told you I could see the future. Yeah. Crazy. I know. God, I told you that. I don't get why you fuck up so much, then. Just to pretend I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's having a laugh about that one. He liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Being human, huh? Yeah, yep. Mm. Yeah, yep. Gotta do what you gotta do. Mm. On the subject, Grant, you know you were talking about um, the morality of keeping pets in captivity. There was actually a news story I saw earlier today about a killer whale in, um, I think it was in Florida. Yeah, yeah. This was back in the 80s, but for some reason it's only really just getting coverage. Sort of resurfaced now. Yeah, so it was about a killer whale who was kept in captivity for 10 years. Wow. Um, And then... It kind of got so depressed, um, it killed itself. Oh, wow. How did... How? It would um, just go to the side of the, the tank and just bash its head. What, repeatedly? Repeatedly, and it died head. from an aneurysm. And uh, are we sure from, like, the studies that no one was there on the other side sort of winding him up? You know, like, monkeys in a zoo and you get little kids with ice cream and just, like, pissing them off. Was there any foul play like that at all? No, from what what it says, it's literally just because of the, the terrible conditions it was in. That is, that and when it was only, like, 15, wasn't it? Yeah. And they, live, they can live up to, like, 85 years. Yeah, that is horrible. It was in a very young whale. That Obviously, they've been in the news a lot, like SeaWorld and that, about the conditions they keep their animals. Mm. And it wasn't I just... I saying things like that, but I love SeaWorld, man. I'm a sucker of SeaWorld. It wasn't just that, but it's the way they get the animals. Mm. They buy them off of the, the whale hunters. Yeah, yeah. And then it was actually on Seaspiracy, wasn't it, yeah, about it was, how much yeah. a dolphin costs? 100 grand. 100 grand. Mm. And they're paying these dolphin hunters. Mm. Sad. Yes. It is. I'm not even worth hundred grand. No. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to give this a bit more silence so we can really build up the empathy. But I'm going to be a cunt and say, moving on. <laughs> right. So I've been a cunt now. Let's forget it. It was a deep convo about the sea. Sea spiracy is sick. If you guys out there haven't watched it, I suggest you check it out. Um, it's an eye opener. 
This is what I said about, you know, reading books, knowledge is power. Don't believe everything you read and watch and see, but take it all in and then make your own judgments, all right? Um, yeah, because I'm not necessarily going to say any of that's going to necessarily change the way I am, but it's good to learn and it's good to soak up things anyway and just be, be aware of Knowledge shit. is power. Get that in and then make your choices from there, man. 100%. You know? You know what? We just went down some insane fucking rabbit hole. We did. All you wanted to do was tell the good here people what you had for dinner the other night. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Come on, we did digress drum roll. <laughs> well, yes, after watching Seaspiracy, we was then kind of interested, because right at the end, it's a state about like plant-based options and shit. Mm. I've never really been a massive fan of that kind of stuff, but... I'm open to trying things. Like I have tried a 100-year-old egg before and it's fucking disgusting. But we thought, why not try it and see what kind of fish options there are out there to uh, you know, get a little judgment going. So we saw fake scampi. Well, for, yeah, it's like, you know, corn version of scampi. And me and Jordan whipped down to say no's and we, uh, we picked them up. Say no's more. And uh, I just want to ask, what did you think? Blinding. I thought it was fucking banging, to be honest. I was, I was yeah. quite surprised. They were really nice. Okay, um, I tried one. I didn't have this for dinner. I I had something else. I'm trying to stick to a bit of a plan at the minute. But what I will say is, um, again, I'm not a massive fish guy. Um, but this one thing I hate about scampi, I can eat scampi. I like the taste of scampi. I've always hated the texture. And corn, it had the same flavour without that fucking texture. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty banging. I would I would even go as far to say for me. I prefer it than the actual fucking scampi. Yeah, it's mad. Um, I don't know about you two how much you like scampi and, you know... I, I love scampi normally, I love it. Yeah. But it was pretty good version. On, on point. Yeah. And what about them burgers you had? I mean, I didn't try a bit of them. What was they? They was just um, like uh, plant-based burgers. With yeah, them. like a beef burger kind of vibe. I mean, look-wise, they looked fucking shit. Yeah, the looked scampi looked, looked good, the burgers wank. looked fucking... The burgers looked wank. But I think because we had them in British buns, and the British bun kind of gives like a sweetness to it... Mm. It kind of de defeated any like, aftertaste that it would give, so I can't really judge it, to be honest, on its own. But as a burger as a whole, it was all right. So with the brioche bun and the salad and the sauce, and it the taste, tasted like a genuine burger, didn't yeah, it? You yeah. didn't taste no different. Not really. That's that's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. Uh, too, but, uh, but protein content weren't too bad, was it, either? Cause that's that was going to be my it. next question. I, I was going to say, what was the macro content of the scampi and, and the burgers? Was it decent? Or? Yeah, they, they weren't half too bad. Obviously, the protein weren't as much as you would expect, but for burgers, those kind of burgers anyway... It was decent. Yeah, but they, they say... Like 18, 18 per two? Yeah, 18 grams of protein per two. Is and they were only thin. They they were thin. I mean... So we, had, four, we had four each. I'm referencing Game Changers now, which is a program I've watched and I don't completely agree with because a lot of it's sort of brainwash. You've got bodybuilders jumping on there that have eaten meat their whole lives and then they're saying, oh, yeah, I'm this now, I'm that now. And um, I just think a lot of people got paid a lot of money to be on that program. Could be wrong, but it's our podcast and that's my opinion. What I will say, though, is a lot of the protein we get from meat anyway doesn't actually come from the animal. It comes from the plants and everything they eat. Yeah. So by eating the plant, you're going straight to sauce. Similar to what you said about the fish oils. You know, everyone thinks you get fish oils from uh, omega-3 from the fish. Well, you don't. You actually get from the algae that the fish is eating. Yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. buy algae oils. But no one wants to buy it because it's not attractive. It doesn't sound as good as fish oils, you know? It's the same thing. So I find it kind of mad that we always take a middleman because it's more appealing rather than go straight to the source. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I am, I am quite interested to have a look at more other plant options. Not just corn stuff. I'm actually quite curious to see what else there is. I've, I've got to admit, protein shakes, like um, I know that people say what they say about them. With the gym and everything I do, I, I need them to get it in. I try and get it in with meat where I can. But occasionally you need yeah, that. I, I agree with it. I'm similar, to be honest. But I've got to say, protein shakes, if I have them on my own, I always get a bad gut from them. Now, when I tried a sample of one of the... Oh, what was it? I think it was... Uh, R&I? R&I Nutrition, and it was a plant-based one. Okay. That didn't seem to have the same thing. Oh, wow. And the other thing that really helped my gut as well was you told me to switch to almond milk. Yeah, no, lacto-free. Lacto-free milk, that was it. And that was blinding too. Mm. So, 100%. Because I think every human is um, allergic to well, a cow milk anyway because we yeah. we can't naturally digest it properly. There's a few things that we are naturally allergic so to. So it's pretty mad there's these options out there. And you how just are you, wait, before you carry on, how are you when you eat a McFlurry? 
have them very often. Because oh, I don't, I can't eat a McFlurry. Because I know if I have a McFlurry, I'm going to pay for it in a shitter layer. Yeah. Because I think bad. it's that dairy kind of stuff. That bad. That is, yeah, whipped, proper whipped dairy in it. Yeah. I mean, it's. What was I going to say? It's kind of mad the amount of different options you've got out there, we've got out there. But the thing I find disgusting, disgusting again, and I know I'm bringing this up again, and we've done it way back in a, in another podcast, is the healthy options that you want to eat to be a better person. Yeah, they're always more expensive. They're always more expensive. And then this just proves it again. The vegan options, the plant-based options, why are they more did expensive? I, ever, um, I did bring up that thing, didn't I, that I went to the shop with a, a work colleague at the time in that job, mm. and I bought something like you consider healthy, and it was like, I, I spent like, I don't know, I think it might have been up to 10 quid. Mm. And he spent like I don't know like a couple of quid like a big bag big bag of crisps and like some other little bits of bobs, and his calorie content was like three times as much as my healthy option for as half the price. It's insane. Well, the one thing I will say about the corn fish products is they're actually cheaper than fish because fish is quite expensive. Mm. So like that tray of scampi, I think it's like two pound. That's that's cool. So, so at least corner are, are, are trying to put their, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I weren't sending shots at corner such. Like I said, I like their thing. But I know plant-based protein, it's got a higher markup than normal protein. Cheapest protein you get is just your, your whey isolate, you know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah you, and, would, you would consider there'd be a lot more harder work to put in for that because it's obviously extracted from, the whey is extracted from milk. Yeah. So obviously that can't be an easy process to do. Mm. I don't know how it's worked, how they do it, mm. how protein is actually made in the first place, but... Crazy times, mm. crazy times we're living in. Anyway, I said I was going to be a cunt and move us on, and then we went down another fucking hole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if um, a question I wanted to ask you, we're going to be looking for more guests at some point, and um, hypothetically speaking, if you could bring any guest onto our show, um, who would it be, bro? I don't know, just because the only one I'm coming to my mind is because obviously I used to love listening to his and watching his as well. I just had. Imagine, instead of Joe Rogan interviewing you, you interview him. You know what, that, that'd be a sick idea. We could get so many tips, bits of advice, and just, I feel like we'd have a sick conversation mm. with him. And because you always watch Joe Rogan, and he's the interview person. And what about if you actually did was interviewing Joe Rogan? He's very good as well at asking the right questions. But is, I feel like we'd done a good job of that last week with, oh, yeah, with, with Alex, well. but he is very good on the spot. On the spot, yeah. So it would be quite interesting to, to interview him. I'd just be worried that everything we say to him, reflect. Reflect, rebound, rebound. Yeah. And we're just like, fuck, fuck. Well, like on the campaign. Yeah, yeah. The whole, uh, I can't what it's called. That, oh, what is it? Round, what is it? Roundhouse? Or, I can't remember what it's called. The old Al- Alabama? Yeah, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I think I would, um, Joe Rogan is a very big contestant. We can try. I mean, I'll um, send an email. I doubt he'll accept. Um, the person I would have liked to definitely won't accept. Um, I think it would have been cool to get someone like Steve Jobs um, for everything he's done, yeah. for the technology, for the film I watched about him. It was really interesting. And I just think it'd be sick to, it, it would be sick to pick his brain. Not in a physical sense, of course. I don't want to pick his brain, but. Um, like Stephen Hawking <laughs> or someone like that would be sick and all. That would be sick. Mm. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah. I'm going to use the word great from now. I feel like, you know, I'm saying about picking these people's brains. And it's, yeah, but he, was, he wasn't sick, was he? He was just disabled. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jordan, what about you? I'm going to go for a slightly boring one and say David Attenborough. Actually, that's not a bad show. How is that boring, Carl? Mate, that voice right. on a podcast, that'd be genius. I mean, I'd fall asleep. But when I wake up, I'd I'd be rewinding that shit. That'd just, be sick. He's just seen so much, hasn't he? Yeah, that's true. That's that. That's a sick idea. Well, I think they're three pretty good choices, to be honest. Yeah, I'm. I, I'd be worried about having all three of them here at the same time. I feel like you know Attenborough and Steve Jobs might have a fight about I don't know certain plastics or something that Steve used, and then Joe would just be commentating in the middle like UFC style, and it yeah. would just get a bit wild. So get a bit hectic. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun still. Though. It'd be pretty fun for us. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what David at his points, you know, his side points are on that. In the red corner, <laughs> <laughs> we have in his natural habitat. Because who's that other? Um, who's that scientist that does his own podcast? I think he'd be pretty cool to get on. Brian and his girlfriend, which he has too. Brian Cox. Okay. Yeah, he'd be pretty good to get on. I'm surprised you know other podcasters. I only listen to. Oh, no, he'd done a pretty good one. I can't remember what it was called now, but he did a good one. It's like science kind of based as well. Yeah. They've got like 
Um, they kind of did it in a hall and had an audience at the same time. They recorded it. Yeah. And listened to it. And I learned a little bit as well because they did a clock. Oh, I know the, the one you mean. The Infinite Monkey Cage podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, one. <laughs> that, that, that one. That one. I do know what you mean. Sorry, man. Cheers. Fucking skip it's my not rack. like no one brought it up magically on a screen or not. What a screen? We don't have a screen in here. What are you talking about? <laughs> it just come to me, man. But yeah, no, it's pretty good. No, it's pretty good. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, yeah, it's normally on a Radio 4, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Children's actually getting quite good at this fact-checking Yeah, shit. I think he likes it now because he's got a screen. He feels more important and he's got now. his he's got chair, look at him. Yeah. Legs up and all that. I'm just waiting for him to, like, whilst we're live, just put porn up or something on. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he ain't got a balls or something like that, though, is he? He'll yeah. just start knocking one out on that chair. We'll be just talking about saying really, really calm and chilled and relaxed. He still does that thing as well where he laughs. He goes a bit red and he's too shy to say anything when it's we're like in solar in his own face. Yeah, <laughs> swallowing his own face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, witty, witty. What's witty? A reverent look. Does Brian Cox have a podcast? At the world through scientists' eyes with Brian Cox and Robin Ince. Updated mm. weekly. Who was that other guy who used to have like, just like he used to have? Remember when you get those glasses, but it's just one glass and you have it on one eye. Molecule. Yeah, and he used to do the um, program on TV about you know telescopes and stuff. I don't know because anyone that wears a molecule is a bit pretentious, really. Yeah, a bit nonsense, isn't it? I don't know. It'd be pretty good to have one. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you um, Movember? Oh, oh yes, that's a good. That's a good. You're thing. gonna do Movember because your tash is blinding right now, and I want to see what a cunt you look like shaving that bottom chin off. Yeah. I think you should just go tash. I think you should do it before Movember as well. Just brave it, and then if you look like a twat, own it for five days. Then you're in Movember, and then you're a hero. Yeah, fair play. Oh yeah, because it's getting to that stage where I can almost handlebar it. Handlebar it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, if you had muscles, you'd look a bit like Bronson. Yeah. I have to get on the gear to get that big. Oil yourself up and uh, let's dance. Butter. Mm. Butter. Can't believe it's not butter. Mm. That's what I'll be putting on me. Yeah. Have you seen Brunson, Jordan? I haven't, actually. Mate, yeah. good film. Good fucking film. I, uh, Based on a true story. I know it is, Have yeah. You know? I think um, Brunson was actually England's most expensive inmate. Yeah. To keep in prison. The, the most taxpayers' money's gone on him. And he only went in there for fucking robbery. It's insane, isn't it? It's insane. Yeah, and just kept kept acting up though, didn't he? Yeah, um, oh, I think his man now has gone down on his painting route. Yeah, turned into a bit of a bank. Yeah, and they got quite quite expensive. Mm. But what didn't he get like someone that he? Um... Oh shit! Charles Salvador Bronson, his art fetches thirty thousand pounds. Yeah, it's quite a lot of money. Where is he now? Click that one. Hopefully, he gives that thirty thousand pound back to the Queen and the taxpayer. Why would you want to do that for? Because <laughs> we've all spent money keeping the cunt incarcerated. I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> that is pretty mad though, isn't it? 30 grand behind a jail cell. I can't even make fucking £10 and I'm out in the open. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Wood Hill. Oh, so he's still in pen. I thought he was out now. No, no, no. I don't think you'll ever get out. Wood Hill. I don't know where Wood Hill is. No, not do I. Mm. I don't know where that is. Pa oh, mate. Whoa, what? Pay it a visit. Get Charles Bronson on the podcast. Boom. Boom. Boom, boom. Jordan, as our fluffer, we need you to start writing Charlie Bronson letters. We'll get his address, his prisoner number. You start writing him letters, start fluffing him up, then we go in there with a tape recorder. Boom. Boom. It would be like a scene out of Mindhunter. Oh, Mindhunter's sick. We've spoken about that before. That we is good. About that before. Yeah, we'll, we'll go and interview him, and he'll butter Jordan up. Yeah, Milton Keynes, we can go there. MK4, 4DA. Tattenho. 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 V2 Tattenho. Tattenho. Sorry, man, that Pepsi Max got the best of me. Uh, God. But yeah, I want to shout out Jordan for the dinner. Big up on the dinner. We had a microwave meal again. Uh, I mean, we're very pushed for time when we do this, but we still make sure we're hitting that every Monday for you guys. So yeah, we had a quick microwave meal. One of the best ones around, though. Them, what are they? Wasabi, aren't they? Wasabi. Yeah. Wasabi. Chicken katsu curry with the um, a little chicken balls on the side. They're like chicken poppers. What are they? They're, they're a lot of batter, but um, very nice. 
fucking good. Not the gyozas, are they? Because they're the ones in like the dumpling. Little mm. dumpling. Yeah, they are nice. Well, on that note, <sighs> up until vape. <laughs> oh, you dickhead. <laughs> so, I come round Jacob's earlier for a few hours to get in the tub to rest my arm because I fucked my arm up. It fucking hurts. And, um,. I didn't open the lid of the hot tub fully, so it was slightly wonky, sitting ajar against the fence. Not dangerous, it happens sometimes, it's not a problem. I was sitting there and I was vaping in the tub, brand new vape that I only just got today. Luckily it's disposable, or unluckily, because it's just added to landfill for no reason. <laughs> and uh, Jacob looked at it, and he, he was looking at the wonky lid, wonky. And I'm like, why is this cunt looking wonky at the wonky lid? So I put the vape in my other hand, and uh, I went me. to fix it, and my hand, touch base with the water and it was mating season <laughs> and at that point the vape was fucked we thought it was going to blow up it wouldn't turn off we thought it was going to blow up so I left it on the pavement and uh, we were staying away from it and then your dog got real close to the yeah. pavement Woody was like getting around it so we thought hold on you don't want to lose a dog here no. um, although that would make for a fucking sick story <laughs> <laughs> So so we put it in the barbecue, which we thought was the smartest thing to do. Um, let's just hope it don't blow up and fuck the gas bottle too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I think it would have gone by now. That battery must have died. Maybe take it out in a bit. Because yeah. I can see your dad just lighting the gas barbecue without even checking what's on there and just cooking this fucking vape. And he like, opens it. Like, this tastes like Kiwi. So instead of killing your dog, we've now killed your dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe we have to retrieve that in a bit. Yeah, I think, I think before we go, we retrieve it. I yeah. might put it in children's car. That's not a bad shout. He needs a new car. He does, doesn't he? Mm. He's had it a while. It's the best car you've ever had, Jordan. I know what you're going to say. 350 Z. Yeah. yeah. And why'd you get rid of it? It's just too expensive to run. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Did you get another one? Uh. Depends how much money we make from the podcast, eh? Yeah. Fucking eh? Would you get a GTR? No GTRs? GTRs are nice. They're nice, but from anyone that I've known that's ever drove, driven them, I've said they're quite boring. I could see you in a Mustang, to be honest. Yeah, I prefer a Mustang. Okay, what is your dream car then? Dream car, like if I could buy any car. Yeah. Okay, now you do a dream car and then do a dream car that you know you'll never get. A dream car that I could afford would be a Mustang. Yeah. Dream car that I could never get would be like a McLaren of some nature. See, I think mine, Rolls-Royce Phantom Mm. would be the one Mm. I I, I doubt I could ever afford. And then the dream cars that I could potentially afford and get at some point would be between there's two it's the obviously the Audi R8 okay it's one of mine um, probably Spider as well um, and and the second would obviously be the the big boy daddy version of my car so the C63 AMG um, which obviously neither of them two cars are too far out of reach but then it's the running yeah, and the yeah. maintenance and everything else that comes with a car like that you know it's not just the buying it is it no so, of course not um, but go on, we're on to you. Wait, wait, wait. What is your dream car you can afford? M4, you got one, mate. Shut up, Cam. No, we no. know you got one. What's your one that you can't afford, then? The one that you don't think you'd be able to afford? Rolls-Royce Phantom. Oh, right, sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, mine would be either Audi R8 or a BMW M8. Yeah. And the one that I know I can't afford would be a McLaren P1. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. With all of that said, though, like I said on the previous podcast, the Teslas, they are turning me on a little bit lately. Yeah, one drove past me yesterday and I could see its big old screen in there and I was like, actually, does it pretty vibes. I think they look better on the inside than they do on the outside. Yeah, the outside can look a bit here. Yeah. On the inside, they look fucking wow. Wow. And I suppose that's where you spend most of the time. Inside. Inside. Yeah. So... It's like I've said, I've never really been worried about the back seats of a car because I don't sit in the back, I sit in the driver's seat, right? Well, yeah, that's what someone was talking to me about, like, um, tinting black, the back of the windows and stuff like that, the back windows. But I don't sit in the back win- back seats to even look at the back windows. So I don't give a fuck. What if you're in the back getting a bloge? Let them watch. Yeah, okay. I don't know. You're into that weird shit, though. And yeah, that's true. Go dogging and flashing and all of that. Well, not that far. <laughs> what do you mean, not that far? It's basically the same as let them watch. Let them join in. No, there is, there's, there's a very fine line between watching and joining in. I don't know. With that tash, I think you could do both. <laughs> Maybe doing both and wanting to do both or do different things. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Fuck it up. Jordan wants to like stick um, what you call it, an air tag in your car now. Then when it's late at night, he's just gonna drive up and like be looking in your rear windows. <laughs> he does that anyway. He does do that anyway. <laughs> that fucking ladder going up to my window and thinking, who can wash windows at this time of night? And you see him with his cock in his hand. 
<laughs> I think because I wrote it first. There's a rag, but you know, it's just a little cum tail. <laughs> little cum sock. Oh. <laughs> What's the bucket for, buddy? He's <laughs> <laughs> crying. Oh, because it's true. <clears throat> oh, you little fugwit. My man. Is that Chris one gone? Yeah, they're both dead, but oh, that's what I'll share with you. I don't mind showing me you, boo boo. It's cool. I didn't so we've done dream cars, we've done dream guests. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What actor out there, if you could choose one, who would you be for a day? Would I be for a day? Yeah. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Why just a day? Just like a Freaky Friday, roll switch. Yeah. Mm. Oh, because I wouldn't really want to change with someone permanently. Mm. Yeah, but oh, you, okay. I'll answer your question, and mm. then I'll I'll counter. Because I think the other question I'd like to counter with is, what actor's life would you like? Okay. So your face, your body, you, your family, in their position, right. in their movies, in them, right? Yeah. So your first question I would answer with, it would have to be something like. Um, Dwayne Johnson, I think. Yeah. I think it'd be sick. The films he acts in, they're always light-hearted. They're always bangers. Um, he's got a big slap head, <laughs> which I have not. I think it'd be fun to see what that's like. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think scratching it would be really satisfying. Have a big dick for once. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, he's got a gorilla penis, man. Oh, fair enough. That's where, you know, gorillas, they're really massive and they got little fucking jokes. Yeah. Well, all the steroids. Well, potentially. Potentially. Oh, yeah, gorilla dick, man. I can see that being the case. But I could find out. That's the point of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You I could find, find out. out. You right? can, I touched the rock's dick. Yeah. I touched the rock's rock. And I can tell you it's under a rock. <laughs> and it's rocky. Go on, that question on you, man. Um... I don't know. Don't tell me you asked the question without thinking of what your answer would be. I just thought it'd be a cool question. I wanted to know. Hey, your it was answer. a cool question. I don't know, man, but I'd choose somebody like Margot Robbie, because that could be Margot Robbie for a day. Just so you could finger yourself. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's like going to be part of the day. It's going to be the only thing of the day. You know, she's an actress, she's quite productive. Me. So I've got shit to do for the day, you know, that's definitely the way I'd wake up. <laughs> Maybe the shower hose. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that one. Jordan? Jordan. Um, <laughs> for the day, maybe someone like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, it's yeah? not a bad shout. He's pretty cool, isn't he? Yeah. He's, a, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. He'd be wanking himself all day. No, seriously, what would you do? Is Ryan Reynolds just act and... Yeah, just got to act. He's always in cool films, isn't he? Yeah, he's... Like something you'd want to be in, like Deadpool, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. Now, I'm surprised... His wife's nice as well. Of, yeah, this is what I'm surprised. Now, Jacob being single, I know he chose Margot Robbie to be Margot Robbie, but I'm surprised he didn't pick the person that's fucking Margot Robbie. You know? To yeah. be them for the day. Yeah. But, hey-ho, each to their own. I just thought I'd be a bit different. Yeah. Change genders. Uh, huh? <laughs> What's your counter question, anyway? So, the counter question, like I described... Jordan can go first on this one, by the way. Jordan can go first on this one. So, you would essentially swap lives with an actor. Your face, your body, your family, everything like that. Living where they live. Um, all your family around you, friends, whatever. Their money, their jobs, their films you've been in. Uh, probably it's got to be one of the main ones, isn't it? Like Leo, probably Leonardo. To be honest, he's been in some pretty sick films. Mm. Pretty cool guy as well, isn't he? Mm. Mm. Yeah, Leo. I was thinking Leo. I also I was snowballing with uh, Will Smith. I think that'd be sick. He's been going for time. He's been in some real good films. He's pulling a face. You're not a fan of w Big Willie? No, I like Will Smith, but you don't like Big Willie? Hasn't he? <laughs> Hasn't his wife been in the news recently about doing something strange? Well, she cheated on him, didn't she? Yeah, with like his son's or their son's like friend, friend or something. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. I didn't know that. I don't want to be Will Smith. That's harsh, bro. And Willie, if you're listening and you want to talk about it, 
hit us up on the podcast. We'll sit down, we'll have a chat. Yeah, we'll get you on. Um, Stick it for a nice cafe. Yeah. I, aside from that, I don't I don't really know, man. Leo's a big one. It would have to it would have to be someone quite big, I think. Yeah. But I was trying to think of someone quite young, an upcoming actor that's successful, because of course you're swapping lives with them, but you would be taking on their age. Yeah, that's true. Because you couldn't make a film in the eighties like Leo did when you weren't born, you know, so you'd be taking on his age as well. So I was trying to think of like a young upcoming actor. Um, you know, Daniel Radcliffe, no, he's not there. Mm. Um, was that, no, no, his name was Zach and, uh, was it Zach and Cody? Oh, mate. They, 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 that one of, one of the actors now, he's quite big, isn't he now? He's starting to get bigger, yeah. They do, I used to watch it a lot as a kid, but now they, um, annoy the piss out of me. Right, no, but I think, yeah, Cole Sprouse, there he is. Yeah. I'd reckon, I'd, I'd maybe be him. Charlie Plummer, he's from, uh, Stranger Things as well, he's quite cool, I guess. Mm. How old is Cole Sprouse? Yeah. Click on that. No, it doesn't really say. But yeah, he's in like Riverdale. He's been been in a film recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's getting quite big, I suppose. So maybe. But you never know. No, knowing your luck, you'd swap um, swap lives with one of these up and coming actors, and they'd be one of the ones that get addicted to heroin or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'll be, if it was me though, I'd be controlling him, wouldn't I? Was he twenty <clears> nine? <throat> 29. Yeah, so I'll be losing a year. Well, not really. Why? Because I'm 28. Yeah. 11 months, mate. Yeah, 11 months. Don't forget how old you are. And he's still, he's born in August and all, so yeah. that's cool. I'll do with that one. Yeah? That's all weird. Okay. Jordan, have you got a guy you can think of that's younger or are you happy to take on a... Oh, I'll take on Leo. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Right, gentlemen, it's been emotional. Have we got any other spur questions like that that we can throw in here before we get the fuck out? <laughs> get the fuck out! Ah! <laughs> what the fuck? Adam. No, what? I found pretty golden. What you? What you? What you know about rolling down in the deep? <laughs> <laughs> Is that his previous search history? Yeah. I don't know what he's yeah. like. A little crazy cat. I don't know. But, like I said, big up to Jordan for this episode. We've got him a TV. He's a bit of a princess, isn't he? We've had to get him a TV. Mm. Being a bit of a diva, I think he's the talent. Giving him a TV and suddenly he's uh, he's on the ball. Yeah, he's doing well. So, yeah. He's, he's probation. He's, he's doing all right. With him doing this well, I'm going to let him sign us out with the, uh, the quote of the day so he can use his little phone skills to quickly fucking find one and then tell us how the fuck is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Quote of Life's the day. Like a bunch of <laughs> you never know what you go and get. Don't eat the taco if it's on the table. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. Sorry about this white noise. We're just waiting for Jordan to. Uh, it's going to distract me now because I'm going to read them all. Yeah. If you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. Don't give the people too many quotes. We won't have notes. I know. I was reading it out loud. <laughs> It's your story, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you do not know what strength it's taken. Jordan, fuck me. Pick a quote. I'm trying to find a good one, but is there... Well, any quote could be good in the right context. What, and is there any none you know that's like, relevant to you? Marry my dick, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what did the moon say to the sun? Stop burning my dick. Dictation. Yeah. Mr. J. Maybe there's some uh, some of them quotes. Typed <laughs> in best quotes and it comes no, good up. Quotes, Money best supermarket. Quotes, great quotes. Oh my I God. thought you'd have one in your head, mate. You're meant to be a scholar. Yeah. You know we're going to have to cut like 20 minutes of this asking you to find a quote. Why? Is that, is yeah, you're just fucking taking for, for the people. It's, it's like, you might run out of it's space. like we've got another guest on. It is, isn't it? You're not Alex. Find a quote. What about like milkshakes? I've grown in my yard. <laughs> milkshake. Boys will come to me after milkshakes. Oh, that was a good one for Jordan, the Albert Einstein one. Didn't like that one. <laughs> Go back on it, Jordan, and then you can find Jordan. So I think this is Jordan in a nutshell. <laughs> I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. I mean, that was Einstein who said that, so... Well, yeah. He's got quite a few talents, hasn't he? He'll be a fucking weird cat. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> I do quite quite like this quote. Go on then, give it to us. From Nelson Mandela. Yeah. It always seems impossible until it's done. Yes. 
something that could resonate with the podcast. It seems impossible, but we're getting it done. Boom. I I couldn't agree more. What a brilliant quote. The idea of spending an hour in this garage talking shit with you boys seems impossible. I wake up in the morning and all day I'm fuck, fuck, fuck. I get here, I get it done. And you know, you just got to do these things. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah man. Man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Loving life. It's going really well. I just want to say before we sign out as well, um, obviously big up to everyone that's listening because we've just hit 500 uh, plays. Well, <laughs> over 500 <laughs> now, but that's sick. And considering we've only begun, I think, six, seven weeks, um, that is a pretty cool statistic. Yeah, 100%. You know? Every play helps us. Um, obviously, this isn't monetized. We're, we're doing it because we enjoy doing it. And um, we just want you guys to enjoy it as much as we enjoy making it. So keep listening. Recommend it to a friend. Every single share we get on Instagram, Facebook, follow, anything like that, we really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Keep the support up, guys. I've been Grant. I've been Jacob. And I've been Jordan. Toodles. Peace.